It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. Hour number three of the program here on Monday morning. Normally, we would be turning on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light, but he's under the weather today, so it's just you and I for this hour. And uh, and again, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. You can also send in app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. You can also send us your holiday decorating photos for our Light Up South Coast gallery that'll be coming probably later on this week so that you can start getting out and checking out those holiday lights. Uh, we were talking earlier, uh, Tom Kennedy called in and said that there was um, a wind turbine, a demonstration project that has apparently been approved by the New Bedford Port Authority for to be erected in Clark's Cove, but that it didn't have any public hearing or any other permitting besides from the Port Authority. And he's wondering why that is. Uh, I have reached out to the mayor's office to try to find out more information. If any of the counselors who are listening may know something or anybody involved with the port, anybody that can give us some more information, we would appreciate a call. Uh, We are going to look more into that as well. Earlier, we were talking about just because my aunt came up to visit from from Washington, D.C., and was sharing some old 8-millimeter films from the late 50s and early to mid to late 60s that she had transferred to digital, I brought up the fact that, you know, last week, Barry wrote the article about the blue laws and posed the question, you know, or or posed that, you know, in his mind, he's not sure it wasn't better when stores had to be closed on Sundays. My argument was, because of the way that I grew up, you can shop on a Sunday and still have family time. Like, if you don't make time for your family... Just because stores are open, that's on you. That's not on the stores. And while I'm still, you know, against blue laws, while I still still would want stores to be able to be open on a Sunday, that came up in conversation while we were watching these films and watching all of these family get-togethers. Now, some of them were important days, like birthdays or trips somewhere or holidays. There was quite a few videos that were, you know, filmed at Passover, But there were others that just seemed like family get-togethers. And my dad said that's what you did back then because there wasn't really anything else to do. That there would be days that the family would just come together and whoever could make it could make it and everybody would kind of just get together and sit around and eat and talk and, and have fun and visit. And so is that a lost art? Is it a lost art to be able to just go and sit and hang out with somebody and talk with them? Uh, I was talking with Shawneen earlier when she called in, and I said, you know, what I've noticed is that a lot of people now, when you go to visit somebody, and this is something that I go through too, it's, it's not always, oh, I'm so happy to be here. It's how long do I have to stay? Like at what point can I leave where it's not considered rude? Like people have anxiety now about get-togethers. 
And I'm not talking about, you know, because of COVID and things like that. I'm talking about something that has existed long before that ever happened, which is just a bit of social awkwardness because we don't get together like that. We don't have these big family get-togethers or reunions. Like, that's that's something that I always wondered about as a kid. You'd hear all these references to, oh, our family reunion. Like, we never had family reunions. We would have parties where the whole family would be there. But also, we don't have a huge extended family. Like, if I want to get into, like, my dad's cousins and all that, yeah, we have a, a, a big family. Even my mom's side has a pretty good amount of cousins. But like my own family, there's five kids. My parents had five kids, but we only have two cousins. So it wasn't that difficult to get together with them. We saw them all the time. My cousin was one of my best friends growing up. So I think that there's, you know, your family dynamic plays into it. But I, I think that there probably was a lot more of people getting together back then. And also, you've got to think, too, you had to make more of an effort then. If you had family that lived down here and you lived up in Boston, it wasn't an easy trip. If you were going to go spend time at a, at a beach house on the Cape, that wasn't an easy trip. We didn't have the highways that we have now. So I think that that's something that we've kind of taken for granted now is that it is it is so easy for people to get together, but yet we have a reluctance to do so. And I do think social media plays a part in it where we feel like we are connected into everybody's lives without having to be physically present. When I was growing up, we went to, I mentioned this before, we went to my mother's parents' house every Sunday, just about every Sunday, my whole life growing up. But they talked on the phone every day. My grandmother was on a fixed income. She couldn't afford long distance calls. We had moved out of the Randolph Brockton area, first in Plymouth, then on the Cape, then then to Wareham. So she couldn't afford the long distance calls. So we had a, a, a system where she would call my house. The phone would ring once. And that's when you knew that it was grandma that was calling. It would ring once, she would hang up, and then you would go and call grandma back because we could pay the long distance. But they talked every day and for a significant amount of time. So they were always connected. I don't know how often my mom talks to her sisters anymore. I don't think it's very often. But they can text. They can post on Facebook. They still get together at all the holidays, but I don't know that that's, you know, the same. So there there has been a significant change, and I, I didn't realize it because I grew up in an era where the blue laws were already gone, and we had that balance. And also, I didn't have the larger family that other people have where they want to get together with them. If the, Chances are, if we went to my grandparents' every Sunday... Chances are that at least one of those Sundays, my aunt and uncle and my cousins would be there at the same time. Like at least once a month. 
if not more. So it, I, I guess maybe my experience just made it different for me. But seeing those videos, seeing those old 8mm films and realizing, oh, there was a time when everybody would make an effort and everybody would bring a dish and everybody would get together and, and people are holding other people's babies. And everybody, again, I said this earlier this morning, of course, it's different when somebody's walking by with a camera in your face, especially at a time when not everybody had a camera. But seeing everybody smiling and happy and waving and even when they didn't know the camera was on them, everybody seemed happy. Maybe there's something to be said for all of that. How did we get to the point where people were happy to all be together to the point where people drive each other crazy when they get all together? I don't know. But I did get permission from them. I've got to download these videos from the website my aunt had them transferred to. I did get permission to download them because I'm going to put them together into a one film for, for the family to share rather than being 20 individual little segments. But I did get permission to take the Edaville film and post that up. So I might do a little write-up on that so, so that you can see it. I mean, I know you probably don't care about like my dad and my uncle when they were real little, but you can see Edaville back in its early 60s heyday. Which, since it just celebrated its 75th last year, that's pretty cool to be able to see some of the back-in-time stuff. And if you have old clips, old photos, anything like that, please share them with me, Tim at WBSM.com. I think you all know I'm an Edaville geek. I also went down a rabbit hole earlier this weekend of old 70s TV shows from the area. And I'm going to be writing something about that this week, too. Just doing a little bit more digging on it. But I didn't realize that there was a time when Channel 5, WCVB in Boston, was producing its own local content. Like its own sitcoms. And I happened upon this because I found a post on social media on one of those like retro Facebook pages about the Baxters a show that was on WCVB in the late 70s where it was a sitcom about a family and the first 15 minutes would be them facing some issue of the day and then the second 15 minutes would be a studio audience talking about what they just saw and conflict resolution and all that kind of stuff, which sounds really groundbreaking. And then it got picked up nationally and produced by Norman Lear for a season and then it didn't last after that. A Canadian company bought it and changed it and it turned into a whole thing. But very fascinating. But that led me to another interesting discussion that I will be uh, sharing with you in a story coming up later on this week. Let's go to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning. How are you? Um, I remember when I was young, the blue laws, the, the difference of the day it was a morning of quiet, and people went to church. Mm -hmm. And I was ashamed because my family didn't go to church, but I was the only one who my mother signed up, and I went to church alone. I did my communion alone. I did my ninth grade graduation alone, my high school alone, and my college. I said, don't even bother going because I was so used to just doing my own thing. Wow. And they went, but I left. I left the graduation 
at SMU. I walked, I got my diploma from the box, and I walked to the parking lot. I was just very different than the rest of my family. And I felt ashamed that Sunday morning, everybody was at church, and my mother would say, go out to play. But I felt like, I was like, different. So... I went to church. So did, did you go to church because of a, a strong spiritual belief or just because you didn't want to be the, out, the outlier that wasn't going? No, I obeyed my mother. My mother said we were too wild and she was going to sign us all up to church. And I'm the only one who went. Oh. <laughs> she says, oh, so, you know, it's a, a family of six children. Uh, she, couldn't, she didn't like summers because we're home. And they, they even forgot my birthday in the, when I was... Um, second grade my mother forgot my birthday and i didn't say anything i just wanted to see how long it would take her to find out and it was just before we get out of high school my mother says oh everybody's coming out of school then she remembered she was very upset she cried and the next week the next year i had a surprise birthday party oh well she made up for it then it sounds like yeah i think so yeah, I mean, and going back to your point about, you know, that it was quieter on Sunday mornings, I think that there's still a lot of people that do go to church. I know that church attendance is down, but there are a lot of people that do go in different ways. Like a lot of people will do online churches. A lot of people will go other days of the week because they have so many more masses now that I think it's kind of gotten away from the traditional have to be there Sunday morning, 9 a.m. type of situation. True, but it's it's still distinctly different as the Sundays get wilder. People are at. It took me a long time to go to to um, stores on Sunday. I kept feeling like oh, I don't belong here on a Sunday. Now it doesn't matter, but I I can go whenever I want because I retired. Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, it works out for you now, and I'm glad that you were able to you know make your upbringing the way that you wanted it to be. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's pretty. And I'm I'm pretty impressed by the fact that you just grabbed your diploma and walked out. That's pretty badass. And that was outside. It was in the amphitheater outside. Mm-hmm. And one girl noticed. She was in the audience, and she went, hey, she didn't, and I just kept walking. What are they going to do to you at that point? Really, right? <laughs> what can they do? They didn't even notice. They didn't notice because you're just ganged up, and you have to go into boxes and alphabet of uh, political science. I was a major in. You go into political science book, get your, get your uh, diploma. So they didn't name anyone who wasn't there. You gave the card with your name, and then they would announce you. Well, I still have that card. I never turned it in. I just left. Hmm. Well, I thank you for the call, and I thank you for sharing with us. You're welcome. You have a good day. And I am going to take a break, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, we will be back in just a few moments.
you know what's magic? It's magic how you've all come together and helped support our mini miracle family. We are teaming once again with the United Way of Greater New Bedford to create a mini miracle for a deserving South Coast family. The Lima family of New Bedford needs your help. Mom Celsia cares for her two children, 17-year-old Siliani and 5-year-old Derek. Both of her children are afflicted with rare disorders. We are trying to give this family a mini miracle by helping them take care of some bills and giving the kids some much-deserved gifts. Uh, now, thanks to First Citizens Federal Credit Union, they were able to get the special lenses that will help Siliani see and help her mother with Derek. But now we're just trying to make sure that we can give them a great Christmas around that. So visit the Mini, mini Miracle page at WBSM.com and learn more about how you can help the Lima family have a very Merry Christmas this year by, no, by donating to the United Way's Mini Miracle program. And Mini Miracle on WBSM is made possible by our great sponsors. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read all of them to you because we're that proud to work with all of these great sponsors and we thank them all for their generous donations. First Citizens Federal Credit Union, Cardi's Furniture, Leach Auto Body, Inner Bay Cafe and Grill, Morin and Pepin Incorporated, Fall River Municipal Credit Union, Cottage Street Motors, Bright Dents, Portis de Sadad, New England Sewer and Drain, and Freestones City Grill. So thank you to all of those great sponsors for making this mini miracle happen and for helping us raise even more money for the Lima family so we can give them a very happy holiday. And we are going to, after Christmas, after Siliani gets her special lenses, we will have a, an updated story for you on how that's working out because we want to give her the chance to thank you, the audience, for that, for that donation, for that outpouring of support. So uh, we'll definitely make sure that we set something up uh, once she gets those lenses and she's able to kind of share more with you. But just imagine, imagine how much better you're making that whole family's collective life. Because now she's going to be able to see for the first time ever. She'll see clearly on a regular basis and be able to help her mom and take some of that pressure off Celsia in taking care of a nonverbal, non-mobile, completely blind, autistic son. Now, instead of having to lead both children everywhere they go, she'll, she'll be able to have help with the one who struggles the most. Huge, huge difference. And again, if you want to make a donation, you still can. Just go to the Mini Miracle page at WBSM.com or on the app. We will have that up all through the holidays so that if you want to be able to make that donation, you can do so. And if you haven't downloaded the app, please do that so that you can get access to stories like that. Get access to podcasts. Get access to streaming. Get access to all of our breaking news alerts. Last year, uh, last year, last week, we had an issue where the Braga Bridge was partially shut down. And we were able to let you know about that pretty immediately because of the power of the app. We were able to get that traffic alert out to you. And you can always get live traffic and weather information from the WBSM app. You can get all of our breaking news stories, news alerts, everything that you need. Brought to you by our friends over at South Coast Towing. Who, by the way, helped me out huge last week when my car wouldn't start. They showed up. Over an hour and a half earlier than they said that they were going to be there. Got me up and running in a matter of seconds. That's the kind of service they offer, but they also support the WBSM app. All right, it is time now to go into the newsroom and get all of the headlines of the day from Ariel Dorsey. 
Iranian-backed Houthi rebels are claiming responsibility for attacks carried out in the Red Sea Sunday. The USS Kearney shot down several drones that officials say were launched from Houthi-controlled parts of Yemen. U.S. Central Command said that the attacks represent a direct threat to international commerce and maritime security. No casualties were reported. The chair of the House Intelligence Committee says a breakdown in intelligence in Israel helped allow Hamas's October 7th attack to catch everyone by surprise. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, Ohio Congressman Mike Turner says the U.S. intelligence community has been working closely with Israeli intelligence. Turner praised CIA Director William Burns on negotiating for the release of hostages. The attorney for former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin says he's been released from the hospital and returned to federal prison in Arizona. Chauvin was sentenced to more than 20 years in federal prison as part of a plea deal connected to the death of George Floyd in 2020. He was stabbed nearly two dozen times by an inmate late last month. The inmate accused in the stabbing is charged with attempted murder. OpenAI's GPT store won't open until next year thanks largely to the chaos surrounding CEO Sam Altman and the company's board of directors. The company behind ChatGTP says the app store for AI will open early in 2024. Last month, Altman announced that the store would open in time for the holidays. Billie Eilish is confirming she's part of the LGBTQ plus community. The singer-songwriter revealed she finds women attractive in her recent Variety cover story. When asked if she meant to come out in the story about a reporter at Variety-sponsored event on Saturday, Billie replied, no, but wasn't it obvious? The finalists for the Heisman Trophy will be announced tonight. Players that are in the mix for this year's Heisman include Oregon quarterback Bo Nix, Washington quarterback Michael Penix, junior LSU signal caller Jaden Daniels, Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr., and Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis. In more sports, the Celtics are going to be without a key, play, a key players for tonight's in-season tournament quarterfinal against the Indiana Pacers. Chris, center Kristaps Porzingis suffered an injury on November 24th and has missed each of the last three games. Indiana's Tyrese Halliburton listed as questionable with a knee injury. Forward Jalen Smith is also out with left knee and heel injuries. The winner will advance to the semifinals in Las Vegas. New England dropped its fifth consecutive game after being shut out by the Los Angeles Chargers 6-0. Bailey Zappi got the start at quarterback and completed 13 of his 25 pass attempts for 141 yards. Ramondre Stevenson carried the ball nine times for 39 yards before fumbling on his final carry due to suffering an injury. The Pats are now last in the AFC East at 2-10 and and will visit the Pittsburgh Steelers for Thursday night's football this week. And the Bruins have won three straight games after coming from behind to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-1. Boone Jenner put the Blue Jackets on top with his 13th goal of the season in the final minute of the second period. Brad Marchand also scored under two minutes into the third. Boston will host the Buffalo Sabres Thursday night. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you on this Monday morning, everybody. Patsy Ball with mostly cloudy skies this morning. Temperatures in the mid to low 40s. 
Mild this afternoon in the lower 50s with partial sunshine overnight tonight, becoming partly cloudy once again, mid-30s. Tomorrow, colder air filters in, increasing clouds in the low 40s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full summer-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM. WBSM app. Okay, maybe you're having a manic Monday. Duh, don't worry. Calm down. Everything's going to be fine. But uh, that's kind of how a lot of Mondays go. And that song is forever associated with the Bangles because that's that's them. Susanna Hoffs on vocals there. And it was a huge, huge hit for them. But a lot of people don't realize that that song was actually written by Prince. Prince wrote that song in 1984. And it actually was written to be on Apollonia's album that came out in 1984. But he's, if you remember, she was part of the, uh, the revolution, Prince and the Revolution. But uh, he decided to pull the song at the last minute. And he gave it to the Bengals for their 1986 album, Different Light. But he gave it to them under a pseudonym of Christopher, which is the name of the character he played in the movie Under the Cherry Moon. So for a while, people didn't know that it was Prince that wrote that song. But uh, now we know and... Now we have him to thank for what is a great theme for every Monday morning. And there's, there's been a lot of songs about Mondays. Some of them kind of happy and upbeat like that, even though it's about a manic Monday. You know, it's a good song to get you motivated on a Monday as opposed to a song like I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats, which is about a school shooting, which is a little bit of a different vibe. 508-996-0500. We were talking about this um, this windmill that was, well, this uh, wind turbine, rather, that is, uh, Tom Kennedy said is going to be erected in Clark's Cove. And waiting to get some more information on that, waiting to hear back about that. We've heard from Tom that it is a a development project, a demonstration project, rather. So is this something that will be temporary? Is this something that will be permanent? As Tom was saying, the only permitting that it had that he's aware of was from the New Bedford Port Authority and that that's all that it needed. And he is not sure that that's the case. So waiting for a more official word on that, but that's what we know at this time. Well, we'll certainly keep looking more into that. 
508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, or if you have any information that you want to provide on that, let's uh, let's take a, a quick call from Lamone in Las Vegas. Good morning, Lamone. How are you? What's shaking, Playboy? What's on your mind? Uh, much, uh, one thing, um, Apollonia was never part of the revolution. She was not? She was, part of the, she was part of Apollonia 6 after Vanity left. And so, plus, that was uh, plus Prince and Revolution, Apollonia, I mean, Vanity 6. And at the time, the best was my most favorite concert I've ever been to out of the 550 plus concerts I've been to in my lifetime. And, you know, I love, I love those days back in the days. Oh, life was wonderful. Walking around wearing Stacey Adams and, and just clocking it and rocking it every day. Every day. Did you, um, did you ever get to see the Bengals? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I've seen, I've seen them a couple of times. I saw Susanna Hoff here when she came here by herself. She was, um, she was with like a couple other women. She was with like um, Belinda Carlisle. Uh, there's a few other, you know, other women from lead singers that were there. That's the only ones I remember. So, yeah, she was, she was interesting. She was a really nice lady. And also, those eyes, those eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her, her eyes were, were alluring. But when you talk about crazy, can't handle, can't, can't hold a candle to the crazy, crazy plain, crazy plain lady, you know, her eyes. That, that over there, that, you know, that ain't real, you know. You know what I'm talking about. I do. That's that's a, that's a little bit different there. Oh, yes, but it's still crazy. It's crazy, right? If that's what it's called, right? Oh, yeah. Your 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 phone's making a lot of noise. We're getting a lot of crackling and a lot of feedback. I, I know. I'm up, I'm, I'm up in the pole again. I'm so glad you can't hear the wind. I'm holding. Is that better? Is that, yeah. That's Ooh. better. Hey, Mr. Haney from um, Green Acres down there. I see Mr. Haney drive by. So um, I was saying, what happened Saturday? Oh, I wasn't feeling. I wasn't feeling well. I didn't want to come in and make everybody else sick. I knew this was going to be, but I'm glad you're okay. You feeling better? You sound better. Thank you. Yeah, no, I was just queasy stomach. Okay, I was thinking uh, if you could ask everybody, you know, it would be a good question for everybody to uh, call in and give you an answer. Like, what was their their very best Christmas present that they ever had, or Christmas memory? That would be better. We sometimes presents aren't the most important things to get. It's the memories, the most important things to have. Right. You know? And for a lot of people, it's the it's the time spent with family is the memory. For a lot of people, it's a you know a specific person that they got to spend time with. Yeah, that's that's more valuable than the gifts. Yes, and even though even though some things you can't, you know, like there's a there's a new there was that movie called not like Minority Report. There was another movie something like that where they were like uh, selling their memories. And so, and that's something like, you know, some things that I've got hell of memories. I just think that if I sold some things, you know, yeah, I've got a lot of memories that I wouldn't, I think that uh, some would be, uh, be, be, uh, be rated differently, you know, from PG to up higher than that, you know, or P, P, uh, P, PG 17, that'd be more like it or and above. But I've got a lot of other ones that are younger, lower than that. I mean, I, I, I saw something one time, an article that said that if, if we actually had recordings of our memories, we'd be disappointed in how different they are than the way that we remember them. I've got a pretty good memory of my, my memories. And it's like, especially if you're looking at it from your point of view, it was a wonderful memory. You know, you can you see, see it from, from your point of view and how it's meant to you. Not maybe not what everybody else seemed like, you know, they might say, that guy was all liquored up or whatever the case may be, or that girl was all liquored up. 
you know, not not realizing how they, their actions might look towards other people, but yet, but their perception is is a whole different thing, and you know that's what I'm thinking. And it's like I've had some grand memories in my time, and I remember this 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 memories that I've got where where I cried, you know, and it's like, and, and you know, I mean, like I'm not talking about like a little, you know, just like manly tears. I'm talking about like crying and whimpering. We're like like a little girl, you know, like you know, like I said before, like somebody stole my my Justin Justin Bieber body pillow, you know, like a little girl like that crying like that. But you know, but I guess, but I tell you one thing: tears are good for your complexion. So I'll, <laughs> all right, so well, I look at that, you know, so, you know, and I like doesn't crack too often, but then again, it does. You know, so I have that right there, you know. But I'd like to say, I'd like to say thank thank you to everybody for another day and. and and being able to come and listen to your, your, your station. And, and not just your station, but to you, man. Well, we appreciate you, it. You're my buddy, Liam, from back then, brother. Absolutely. Well, I do have to hold you there, though, because i got to take a break. Okay, tell Ariel and, and, and CCS, hello, ladies. Well do. May the good Lord smile upon this, everybody in your whole listening vast area. And right and back I'll, at you. And I'll be seeing you guys in January or, or February, your, your next, next thing. Oh, you're going to show up for that? This is a good possibility. All right. But I gotta tell you, well, let me tell you one thing about that. I dreamt that I, I came out there and I had to stay at your house. And you said, be careful. But don't walk out that door right there. I said, okay. And I, I, walked, I looked out the window, and it was, I was in Australia. And this big, a big old um, hunting spider was sitting out there. And I was like, I was like those big old those spiders are huge. So I was like, why did he pull me here? And, and I mind you, we're supposed to be up in, the, up in the northeast where it's all cold and snowy. But it's Australia outside. So I was going to ask you, how did you do that, mister? I don't know. I have no idea. If one of those spiders was outside my door, I would never leave the house. So. I guess I was there for a while, you know. I guess I moved into your guest room. So, okay. But, all right, thank you very much. All right, much, well, we'll talk to you soon, uh, Lamone. Take care. You think, you think you're doing Saturday Live? Uh, no, we, I have an event this Saturday. Oh, curses. All right, did you see there's a new Godzilla minus one? I saw it. Movie? It was a great, great movie. Great movie. Also, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it this week sometime. Well, um, I think you'll enjoy it. Is it, is it for the the, sh the the new shows they're having? Nope, is not it's not related to any of the other movies. Not related to the show. Nope, it's its own standalone film. So you know, Godzilla. My thing is, I want to see Godzilla and Kong, you know, Monster Island later on this year. And, well, in, in 2024, they're going. To, I'm hoping Godzilla's son, Godzuki, and a, a son of Kong are going to be in it. Because I think that that's those two things are, are parts that they should take and ex experience and make money off that. Oh, right I'm sure they will. Yeah, that Monsterverse is something they're they're definitely expanding. I got I to gotta hold you there. I got to take this break. You have a good day. All right. And, uh, yeah, that is a good movie, Godzilla Minus One. If you are looking for a good movie to see, it's, it's not your typical Godzilla movie. It's not just about Godzilla showing up and destroying everything. It's about, it's the human story. And Godzilla is kind of an allegory within that story. So... I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few. One, two, one, two, three. Yeah. I was working part-time in a five and dime. My boss. 
There's a little Prince for you to get your morning going. And uh, there's also a great cover version of that song by Warren Zevon. So if you hear me say enjoy every sandwich at the end of every show, that's something that comes from Warren Zevon. And if you have not listened to his music, I highly recommend it. What I also would recommend is keeping an eye on this Thursday's Patriots-Steelers game. The New England Patriots visit the Pittsburgh Steelers this coming Thursday, December 7th. We're going to have the game for you on WBSM pregame at 5.30 and kickoff at 7.30. And, of course, the New England Patriots all season long on WBSM are brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. First of all, I don't know how much you can blame Bailey Zappi for, for yesterday's loss. I mean, he... He was what Bailey Zappi is. He's what we expected him to be, uh, a guy who can make some impressive downfield throws, certainly better than Mac Jones, but who also holds on to the ball a little bit too long, and that's, I think, kind of his downfall. There were a package of plays apparently ready to go in the game for Malik Cunningham, so um, that's why I say keep an eye on Thursday night's game because I think you're going to see some of him and some changes up to the Patriots' offense. Especially whereas, you know, it's a quick turnaround here. My guess is that that's why they held on to the Cunningham plays and didn't run any of them because they they might utilize him more coming up on Thursday. And and is it a matter of they really feel like Bailey Zappi is a better option than Mac Jones or was this to keep one quarterback fresh for Thursday? I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what happens against the Steelers on Thursday because that was a very winnable game for the Patriots yesterday. The defense held the Chargers at just six points. But yet, the offense can't live up to its end of the bargain. And you brought back Bill O'Brien for what? Matt Patricia could have put together the game plan they've had in the last couple of games. So I don't know what the answer is here except for losing games and drafting a franchise quarterback. Now, I know that people want to see the Patriots. Uh, there are certain people that want to see the Patriots lose every game the rest of the way to improve their draft position, but they've got enough draft capital built up that they can move up in the draft if they need to. So I'm not too worried about where they finish. But also... Has Bill Belichick drafted a lot of great first-round players? Are you not a little bit concerned about that? So, again, we'll keep an eye on Thursday night's game. We'll see what happens. Quick turnaround for the Patriots. They will be playing here on uh, Thursday Night Football on WBSM. Again, brought to you by our great sponsor, Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. We're going to take my final break of the morning. We'll be right back. And that's pretty much going to do it for me. Stay tuned for South Coast Now with Chris McCarthy. He's got you coming up next from 9 to noon. After that, 